0: So, before we get started, I wanted to share a funny story that happened to me literally a few seconds before we started, or a few minutes before we started recording. Uh, you know, like, I was talking to you about how I've been on TikTok lately,
1: right? and
0: how I've been making videos, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think I finally made it, because I got a hate comment for the first time.
1: I, I don't think I've ever seen someone so excited about a hate comment. <laughs>
0: I literally, I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, I have a hate comment. My first hater. Oh, does that mean I'm TikTok famous now? I <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just so excited. I'm trying to think of a funny clapback um, to say because I want to be kind of snarky. But also, I don't know, it's just, it's super funny. It Like what he said is so funny and mean, but also a great opportunity for me to kind of Figure out what, what to say back. So
1: I don't know. I'll figure it out. What kind of video is this? Is it just like a dancing thing? No, no, I don't dance. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my TikTok doesn't really have like
0: a like a niche per se. It's just me. Like, I have a cooking thing. I order coffee. That's not cooking. And I do, like, a craft. And then I also did mostly, like, funny-ish type of, I think they're funny videos. Did you just
1: say you order coffee? No, I
0: made, like, a coffee video. Like, how I make my own iced coffee?
1: Uh Oh. (laughs) I was like, do you really have a bunch of videos of you ordering coffee? (laughs) Uh, No.
0: I mean, I could. That's definitely one option. Um... (laughs) No, the video is like me walking outside and like my mom left toilet paper outside. So I was just like outside and I was like, oh, she left toilet paper outside. Like it was supposed to be funny because like toilet paper is like people could steal it. And so he commented, I want to <laughs> read it to you because it, it was me yelling at my mom, not in a mean way though. Like, like, you know how like Hispanics, when you're in one room and your mom's in the other room, you just yell for them, but not in like a rude way. Mm-hmm. So the video <laughs> went on about 45 minutes ago and he quickly responded and he was like why don't you put the phone down and just grab it and take it in rather than shout out your mom to bring it to you you are already out there (laughs) because i was yelling at my mom for not bringing up the toilet paper in so he was like why don't you just bring it in instead of filming it this asshole (laughs) but also kind of excited because i have my first hate comment
1: (laughs) oh god this is why i don't have TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) These are not the type of problems I want (laughs) to (laughs) have. But yeah, no,
0: I don't care. I went through four years of high school, four years of college, little mean boys that are doing nothing but on tiktok don't don't face me so um yeah that was my little intro i hope everyone's doing okay <laughs> uh so yes yeah, i guess we can go ahead and get ac- started on the actual topics we're
1: supposed to be talking about i guess since you're so famous you should probably tell people your handle or whatever it's called on tiktok sure yeah why not it's just at <laughs> andrea
0: with the an next actually no that one doesn't have an extra a my middle name which is jamie let
1: j-a-m-i-l- E T T E. Guys, if you really want to see someone screaming about toilet paper, you gotta watch it.
0: (laughs) Do it. You have to. I'm yelling at my mom. Clearly I'm such a bad daughter for not helping her bring in the paper. Yeah.
1: uh, He judging me on 15 seconds. (laughs) Okay, well that was a great segue into today's light episode. Um, The first episode we did was a little bit heavy I think. So we're gonna do something a little more lighthearted and we're just gonna I mean, you guys are getting to know us, so um, we want to give you a sneak peek into basically how we met. Believe it or not, Andrea and I have all known each other for, I guess, three years. Yeah. yeah. And uh I remember we went to that conference and that lady was like, you guys really are best friends. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like, knew about like what's going on in your life.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's been, yeah, it's definitely <laughs> been a friendship that, started off not weird but like we definitely met in an in in like a way that i don't think i would have met a really close friend and i do consider you a best friend because we've talked there was a point where we talked every single day on the phone for like a year
1: yeah i don't know like i don't remember why we kind of stopped doing that but like there was a point where i was like how is this girl not annoyed at me (laughs) i'm like i've been calling her every day
0: (laughs) same no same I was like how is she not tired of hearing my voice (laughs) but clearly we are doing a podcast now so we're not
1: tired of each other's voices we obviously have great voices Mm anyway so let's talk about basically how we met uh spoiler alert we met through an internship so both Andrea and I went to FSU uh in Tallahassee Florida I don't even remember what the internship was called um, I don't know if I like blocked it on purpose or I just really don't remember. It <laughs> was their name. I'll
0: explain the internship and then maybe we can go into like what brought you there, but the internship was when I read it, when I signed up for it, it said it was a social media market- marketing internship. Oh. Uh, which is what I Yeah, that's what okay. I got in the <laughs> in the email that i got from the career center it was that it was a social media marketing internship and it was it, like that's not a lie but it wasn't
1: the type of internship i thought that's that's not what i was told Wait, <laughs> really really uh, um so i guess they marketed themselves well or whatever that was my last semester at fsu um, and the summer before, I had this like horrible like breakthrough where I was like, oh shit, like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I'm about to graduate and I had been like building up my resume to work in editing. And I just realized I do not want to work in editing because I don't want to read books forever. <laughs> so, and I was like, I don't really like reading books that much, even though I like writing. Um, I don't want to work in editing because I can't think of reading more than one book a month. And I freaked out, and I was like, what do I want to do? But I, yeah. I've always loved, like, all the classes I've taken, and I've loved all of this. What do I do? I had a breakdown. I cried. I remember I was in New York with my sister. I was visiting her, and I was, like, by myself, and I, like, contacted the school. I contacted my advisor. She did—she was awesome. She did, like, a, like, an online, like, FaceTime-type meeting with me. It was very nice of her, and um, kind of, like, talked me through it because I realized— um, that even, I was like, okay, well, I love writing, but that's not something I can graduate and, like, get a job as right now, but I need to figure out what I'm going to do, and I like to have a plan, so I was like, what do I do? What is my life? What have I been doing? I have a bunch of internships and a bunch of experience with editing, and I don't even want that anymore, and I was like, but I do love stories, and I do love writing, so, like, I didn't completely do things wrong, so I was like, okay, well, I love storytelling. What do I love? And I was like, TV, and I got, um, a news article, which I don't even read the news. I don't know how I even got this article. It was like something about Disney and how like a lot of the ratings had gone down and how like their channel and how it's like being like how it was hurt because of all the ratings and like now that everything's like streamed online, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, Disney, I would love to work for Disney. And then I realized, okay, I want to work for TV production, but I know nothing of TV production, which is where the spiral began. So I was like, okay, well, I'm graduating half a year early, why not do the, like a little minor or something in production. Uh but when I talked to the advisor, she goes, "Um no, you have to graduate." <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I'm like, "No, I'm graduating early. I don't want to graduate. I want to um do something with production. About, can I do a minor? Can I do a major and just all stay longer?" And she goes, no because you already reached this many hours and once you reach this many hours they put you on the graduation list automatically she goes you can't do that um but I mean you can like graduate and then do another bachelor's in production I'm like why the hell would I do that (laughs) um if anything I would try to do a minor not a freaking four-year degree and Mm -hmm. whatever um and so I was like, oh my God, what do I do? I try to get into production classes, but you can't get in them because you're not in the major, not even the intro ones. Um, I talked, I emailed production professors. I emailed production advisors. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Um, and then I get this email from um, the career advisor about this amazing opportunity where you get to work with film and you get to work with um, TV production, not TV production, sorry, film production. Like you get to uh watch movies and you get to be part of like some type of festival and i don't know they made it sound like a really good production opportunity and i go oh my god this is awesome i can't haven't been able to get in the production door anyway this will be like a good step in you know they didn't say anything about marketing or social media it was a production they they said film and production internship mm-hmm. And I, and I already had two internships at that moment. So this would be my third internship. <laughs> um, so I didn't really need it, but I was like, I really want to get something with production. So that's what I was told and the advantage I saw.
0: For me, it was different. I was in the editing, writing and media program. or i That's what I went in or graduated from. So I guess. I was but yeah, anyways, at the time I was in the program. And I was looking for an internship. I was also in the advertising club, and had gone to New York and visited like BuzzFeed and Facebook. And I was like, I want to do this. So I was looking for an internship like that. But we live in a small town that doesn't really have a lot of opportunities. And the, the limited amount of agencies that work in marketing they only offer one or two internships and the program's big and they usually offer a priority to like add students. And I wasn't one. So when I saw this, I was like, cool. I remember seeing that it had something to do with film. Like it was like a movie, like marketing, moving kind of stuff. But I don't, I don't remember if it like anything about a festival or something like that. But so yeah, that's pretty much how I signed up for it. I went into it I don't know if your interview process was the same as mine. My, it was very confusing because I had done a couple internship uh, interviews before that one, and I remember going in, and it it looked like a legit office, like the like the front when you walk in, and then I uh, there was I think four people in total when I went, and I was like, oh, I'm competing, I'm competing against these people, <laughs> and. I ended up becoming friends with one of the girls that I interviewed with. Well, at the moment, we don't talk anymore. And then I <laughs> she was, yeah, a work friend. And then, But I remember it was really awkward because they didn't really interview you. They just kind of explained. They showed us a trailer of some sort of movie and told us, like, how would you market this? And then I was like, maybe this is a test. It was really odd. And then at the end, we weren't told if we got it or not. They just kind of said, all right, we'll see you when, you know, we had to fill out our schedule. And they're like, well, all right, we'll see you for your first shift. And I was like, what? I was like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. How early on in the summer was this? I don't remember. It was, I think I was one of the last groups to get to be put in because it was a lot of interns. Mm-hmm.
1: I literally found out about it like two days before classes started. And the oh, we had to call the person's uh wife,
0: which is weird.
1: Yeah. And then the per she was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, just come in tomorrow at this time. Can you do that? And I was like, Sure. And it was literally like the first day of classes. And I go in, there's a huge group, and I go in, I got there early and everything because I was doing an interview. There's, like, a huge group of people in a room, and there's, like, two people who are, like, the supervisors or something. And, like, um, the guy in charge comes in, and he goes, "Uh, you guys are going to watch this movie, and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, they go watch the movie, and then he takes, like, me and three other people, or two other people for the quote-unquote interview. And then he's like, yeah, you guys are in. And he goes, and he talks to us for a little bit, like all three of us at the same time, and then doesn't really explain anything. Is just like, this is going to be a great opportunity. I got to do all these things and meet all these important people and look at all these posters that I have signed, and it's going to be great for you guys. Just stick through and this is going to be your supervisor. It's going to be so fun. And he made it sound like a really good opportunity and like he made himself sound important. Since it was an interview, I didn't bring anything. And then they were like, oh, they're watching the movie. Um, And I didn't know we had to bring like a laptop or anything because I was just coming into an interview. And so we waited for them to finish the movie basically because they didn't wait for us, even though they could have. And then I was like, well, they were like, you're going to start working on this stuff. Uh, and I was like, well, I didn't watch the movie and I don't have my computer. And they were like, okay, we'll just go home and come tomorrow and watch the movie at this time. And that was like, quote unquote, my interview process. <laughs> should have been like, a, I should have realized at that point that this was not professional. Yeah. I
0: think it's interesting. I feel like we should maybe explain a little bit of how the internship ran like an overview sure i from what i remember it was just basically to summarize it was an internship where it was completely run by interns and what we did was we would read we would watch movies that weren't not movies that you would see in theaters these are movies that you can not even on netflix Uh, some of them were questionable indie films they were like student film type a film, I don't know how to explain it, but there were some, you know, some movies that didn't really, you you know, why you would like you watched it and you understood why they never made it to the big screen or to even Netflix or Hulu. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> but we would watch those movies and then we had to market it, but in
1: a spam kind of way because let's say quote unquote market it. Because I don't... Now that I work in marketing, I don't know if I would call that marketing.
0: Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, it's... They they advertise it as as a social media marketing. But it was more of a a spammy type of way. Because you would just go and... Like, if you think about it, it's kind of... It was kind of creepy. Because we would have to go... Mm-hmm. Let's say the film was about... <laughs> well, there was a film about, like, donuts. And... and they murdered people (laughs) just to give you a hint of what kind of films we watched scary donuts. (laughs) And so for example, some of the ways that we market that and, and maybe this just shows how amazing we are as marketers, but we would have to like, if the movie was being opened in some tiny ass town in the middle of nowhere, we would have to Google search places in that tiny town And Like a restaurant near the theater that it was opening. And then pretty much go to that restaurant. So if it was like a donut shop in the middle of nowhere. Somewhere in like, I don't know, Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, we were were given cities. And then every week I think they would change the city.
0: Yeah, they would give you cities. Sometimes they would give you big cities like New York and LA and stuff. But most of the time it was like smaller cities. They would give you like a smaller city. You would go find the donut shop find their Facebook page, comment on there and be like, like of a picture of their donut and be like, Oh, that looks good. And then I would tag you because me, me and you ended up tagging each other. That's how we became kind of friends is like, we just, we worked around the same shifts and it was a smaller shift with like less people. So we were, we just tagged. So I would tag Valentina in this post. This is a sample of what it would say. It would say at Valentina. OMG, this donut looks so good. I can't wait for us to go see this and then donut movie. We're not going to see the title. Um, don't forget to get your ticket here, link of ticket, and then sand. <laughs> so, spammy.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was basically it. Once in a while, they would make us do, like, reviews, which made me, like, very wary of reading online <laughs> reviews. Yeah. Um. It, if you think about it, it, it was sketchy, but I mean, there was like at least 10 people in each shift and they, and you had to go in three times a week for four hours, which is like crazy because I've done internships that are more legit that I haven't had to do that much. Yeah. And, no, for sure. um, nobody paid you anything. There was no free water, nothing.
0: <laughs> no, there was nothing, no snacks, nothing. There was a microwave that you could heat up dinner.
1: Which I didn't even know. I thought like, I didn't know that you could do that. <laughs> yeah. Because they always told us, like, not to eat around, even though I always... Yeah, they didn't want to. I would go straight from class and then be there for four hours until, like, 8 p.m. So, like, mm-hmm. you're not going to tell me not to eat. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. I always did the morning ones just because I was... the Also, the building was a little sketch because... Yeah. It wasn't it... even in Tallahassee. It wasn't in Tallahassee. It was still... Closer to, like,
1: where all the gas stations are towards the highway. Let's just say that.
0: Yeah. And and the building was alone. There was nothing there. They used it. I'm not going to say what the other department they used it because I feel like you would know people could easily find it. But it was just a sketchy building. To go to the bathroom, you had to go to the second to like the lower level where it was never used. There were no offices. It was like a big space. Like you could run a business out of there. But they only used one general area yeah one room so you would have to go downstairs to use the bathroom in this creepy ass hell hallway that was dark and there was like a red light from the fire escape and i remember being like if i if i got if i died this this would be the perfect place to die um really <laughs> like if i were to get murdered that would be it it's like straight out of a film and by donuts them <laughs> right <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i kind of did like the movie like i thought it was more of a comedy you could tell that it was trying really hard to be a scary movie but i took
1: it more of a comedy and it's i did not like that movie the comedy it's it's pretty good but there's a horror genre that's called um slapstick i think it's called where it's like stupid funny but yeah that I think that one was the one that... The one that I actually liked
0: was the one that had uh, Blair Waldorf's husband. You don't have to say that. People can still Google it. But, yeah, the actress that plays Blair Waldorf, her husband, was in this film and we watched it.
1: Yeah. I like... I kind of like that one. I kind of like that one. And I kind of like the one with, like, the dog and the cat that was, like, a love interest. It was cute, but it reminded me of if a
0: if an eighth grader wrote a rom-com without editing it and they just gave them money to make the film.
1: Yeah. But also it had like actors I knew. So that made me excited because the main character was like that girl and like all like the comedy, weird comedy ones. And then the two other, like the cat and the dog were, are both in the show shameless. So I was like, ah, (laughs) you know,
0: Mm -hmm. but those are the only ones I think I liked. Um, there was one that was creepy about frogs, I think, or some sort of like green monster that. Oh, like the goo or something. Yeah, it was like some sort of like goo monster, and like the girl got it. And... Oh, I forgot yeah. there was
1: more than one quote unquote horror one.
0: Yeah, we watched. It was a lot of like action and horror and rom coms, and one documentary. I think it was just one. Yeah, maybe two.
1: I I didn't mind like the movie watching part. For me, it was more. Yeah. <laughs> I just when I think about it. It was like a little bit of wasting, like a waste of my time. It, it was, but it was also,
0: it was, I mean, I'm going to go back to it. I think it was meant to be because that's where True. we met. Something good came out of it. <laughs> Can I give you a live update of this hater situation? Okay, go ahead. So I told you what the hater said and then I responded, but i have a fan omg i hate her and a fan yes (laughs) someone else who i don't know responded to him and was like obviously this has potential to be a viral video (laughs) and then i (laughs) I i liked it and i sent her a little kissy emoji because i was like little fan Eh." (laughs) but i also responded to him and i was like wow what an extraordinary ability to be able to judge people on a fifteen-second video! You, my friend, will go far in life. And I sent him the airplane emoji. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that's my update.
1: <laughs> this is like a whole other kind of bullying. Okay, so <laughs> so now that you guys basically know about our amazing internship uh, time and opportunity that we had. basically throughout the internship there was this one time where there was like an important dinner at the person's house slash ranch and uh andrea texted me to see if we would like drive together because it was a little far far for tallahassee because everything's close there
0: (laughs) the party was going to be in the middle of nowhere it was like a it was kind of like a goodbye party, wasn't it? It was like at the end of the internship and he wanted to invite us.
1: No, it was in it the was middle. In...
0: Oh, it, felt it was like in the middle end of
1: the internship. Yeah. So so it was it was like there there was going to be some type of important little tiny festival at the school and important producers were coming and it was going to be like a life-changing opportunity to meet them and I remember I skipped class I talked to my professor and I was like because I had night classes and I had a class from seven to nine and this thing was at like six or something and um I had one class before that that ended at five then I had this class and I talked to my professor and I was like this is just like a really important opportunity it's gonna be like really important for me because I don't have any experience with this and I like explained it all to him and he was super understanding and he was like yeah I completely understand it's okay you can miss this class and I'll, I'll catch you up or whatever he was an awesome professor but I thought I was so nervous and I thought it was such an important day and I got a text from you I remember I was in the one of the classes I had, I had gone, like, all dressed up, because I was going straight from there, and, um, which I had to buy a dress and shoes, like, the day before, or, because it wasn't, they didn't give us too much anticipation in, into it.
0: Yeah, they said it had to be, like, basically, the person in charge of this program was inviting us to his house, which is, you know, it's a pretty big ranch, Yeah, to meet some producers, and... He made it seem like we had to go really fancy. Like mm-hmm. you said, he was saying, like, this is a big opportunity. So, yeah, I was definitely nervous to go because he was trying – he was inviting us to his house to make it more personal, quote, unquote, personal.
1: Yeah. Well, he he said it was, super like, super important. He said that these producers were super important. I, like, literally imagined – I don't know about you, but I, I know he mentioned it was kind of a ranch, but I imagined us sitting in, like, a big, long table – And, like, we were, like, all having a super important producer conversation. And we were going to be part of that. And I didn't imagine, like, standing around next to the horse. (laughs) Like, in, like, shoes that I just bought that are not appropriate for standing in the dirt. And I think it had rained. I don't even remember.
0: (laughs) No, I didn't. I didn't have my hopes up too much for this. Very early on in the internship, I kind of called the BS on it. And... I was like, when he was saying, oh, this is going to be an important, did Because he he made himself seem very important in Hollywood, but in my mind, I'm like, can you really be that important if you live in Tallahassee, Florida, <laughs> and I've never heard of you? So, I don't know. When he said, oh, it's going to be important, blah, person meeting, I didn't really think it was going to be someone important. I thought maybe important to him, mm-hmm. but I was like, who, who the heck is going to come to Tallahassee who's that important? And... Yeah, so I didn't really have expectations on it.
1: Okay, well, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I had expectations. He made it sound amazing. And I, like, asked the my supervisor, and she said it was, like, really good and blah, blah, blah. And so she wasn't, like, real with me. She wasn't like, this is a waste of time, and you should go to class. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. So you had texted me, like, during class, and I, like, saw it, and I told you, oh, I'm going straight from class, but uh how far do you live to see if i could give you a ride and then i you ended up finding a ride or i don't remember what happened mm-hmm. but before that we hadn't really spoken like i think i would always like sit near you like because you would go to the early shift and i would go to the afternoon shift and we would like look at each other but be- like in passing <laughs> i think that was our interaction
0: we were acquaintances. we were co-workers acquaintance not even co-workers but like acquaintances because yeah we sat across from each other and we just kind of smiled and maybe whenever our supervisor would say something yeah. we would kind of laugh together or we were like the little posse that would just be like mm, that's funny kind of thing but we definitely didn't interact and have conversations
1: not that i had much of that with anybody not even the people in my shift
0: yeah i didn't i didn't really care for it i kind of checked out of it at towards the middle part because I was like, this is not really going to help me, but I felt like I was committed to it. So I was like, got to stick to it. And at the time it was too late to do any other internships. So I was like, at least I'll get something out of this, like a- another thing. But I, honestly, I haven't used that internship for any of my resumes because it's just a hot mess.
1: <laughs> I put it in the I put it in there when I was applying to production jobs. Cause it's the only, I wrote that it was a production internship. So <laughs> When, when they, and I, what, um, there was one of the supervisors, which is the one that you mostly interacted with that I really liked. So I always just put her name and I asked her cause she's like good at like giving word of mouth recommendations. Mm-hmm. I always just told her, is it okay if I put your phone number? Cause she was one of our supervisors and I never put him. I always just put hers cause she had good credits. I thought. Anyway, we didn't end up driving there together, but when I got there, I somehow found out you were andrea and then i just kind of like stood close to you because you were the only person that i knew (laughs) their name
0: (laughs) we just kind of were like hey i was texting you right yeah yeah and then we just (laughs) and then i low-key i just followed you because i was like i don't know anyone i don't really i'm not that i didn't like anyone everybody was nice Mm -hmm. but i just like i didn't want to go that extra step so I was like, "Mm, you seem cool. And so I just kind of like remember being. But then at one point I was like, I think you went in to get some food or something. And I thought I shouldn't. It'd be creepy if I went after, like if I followed her. (laughs) So then I kind of (laughs) stood by the drinks. And I was just like, oh, she's coming back. Let me go back to her.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, I didn't think it was weird because I kind of do that when like I don't know anybody and I kind of know somebody, I just kind of like stand around them. So I think we even like took pictures because there was like these two beautiful horses. I think that was the best part of the whole night was that there's these two beautiful horses and we took pictures with them.
0: (laughs) Photo that I have for you when you call me is that picture of you and that horse. (laughs)
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> is it the horse or me <laughs> it's you <laughs> it's you <laughs> <laughs> so after that i don't know like i guess we like we were there for a while so we talked and because we even helped clean up and everything so we talked enough so that like after that every time we would change shifts we would like have like a little conversation because i would get there kind of early and then there was a couple times where like i would go to like the early one if like I had to change it, or you would go to the later one. I liked the early one better because one, I wasn't there till eight p.m. Yeah, and two, uh, I liked the early supervisor better, which is the one that you had. Yeah, and then when we got close, it was like fun because we like actually talked.
0: <laughs> yeah, after that, we I was definitely excited to go in and and have someone else to talk to because sometimes I felt like I would only talk to the supervisor that was there. Mm-hmm. Um when in like that morning shift and I always felt like maybe she got annoyed because I would always try to talk to her like a friend kind of thing. And I was like, she probably is like, why is this random chick trying to be my friend? And so it was nice to have you to talk to. Yeah, I I didn't really I went to the morning once just because it worked out with my with my work schedule because at the same time I was working and Yeah. It just worked out better than the night one. And and the night ones were always
1: so crowded. Like, there was never anywhere to sit. Yeah. I would always get there early, so it was fine. But, like, if you got there late, like, parking was annoying. And supposedly you could park in the back. But there was, like, no lights. And it was really dark. So I didn't want to do that. The only reason I couldn't go to the early ones is because there was always this one class that I had, like, an hour before the, the early one ended. And he like you wouldn't let you only do three hours or something, so like I could never go to that one.
0: The schedule was weird for this internship. You it was it started at noon and it went four hours, right? It was it was twelve to four and four to eight. Yeah, four. Yeah, twelve to four and four to eight, and it was just odd. I don't know. It lasted really long.
1: It was way too long. I think it, an hour would have been
0: fine. Two hours would have been fine.
1: Yeah, that was one of the problems with it was that it was too long and it got too re- like repetitive. But yeah, but once we became friends, it was like fun and I would try it as much as I could to go to like the earlier ones whenever they'd cancel a class or move something cuz then like that would be so much more fun.
0: <laughs> you no, know, for sure. It kind of after that experience, it made me want to when I was looking at other internships, I it made me want to look for internships and actually find like reviews on them. And seeing like on Glassdoor, you can like see people's reviews of the jobs and everything. And I remember I would go on there and look at the companies to see if they were similar experiences because
1: I thought it was such a waste of time. Do that too. I wonder if like that's what I thought too. Because I know like lately, every time I do an interview for anything, I always like research the company super well and like make sure to like look at reviews because like obviously what's on their website isn't always true. I learned that too.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I also realized at the end of the internship, when it was all over and we were getting our recommendation letters, I was trying to apply for some sort of job. And then I remember they asked, I I think I used it one time. Maybe this is why I took it off of my, off my resume. I applied to a job Mm -hmm. and they were like, Hey, we can't find any information about this. What is it? And I was like, Oh, it's this internship. And they're like, you don't have a website. And I was like, Oh no, they don't have a website. And then I was like, wait, they don't have a website. They don't even have, they have no social media. And this is supposed to be a place that
1: you, the whole thing is doing marketing. I mean, they made us do fake profiles. They did. They made us, we couldn't even use our own.
0: Couldn't use it. I honestly am happy we didn't have to use our own because people would have been annoyed to see me spamming yeah. everything. Yeah. But it just, it made it weird. And we had to have a fake Gmail. We had to have fake
1: Twitter. In, not Instagram, but fake Facebook. They must have done a well enough job so that like this internship had been running for a little for a while and like that many people showed up. You get me?
0: It has the potential to be really awesome. if If they had someone who cared about the learning experience and not just the work that we were doing or no, not that. But like he didn't honestly care about our growth and or us learning from this experience.
1: Or us. I don't think he knew any of our names.
0: <laughs> no, he didn't. There was too many of us. I think if, if it was, I would have, if I were in charge of this program, this is what I would do. I would work with students who are making films and then have people who are doing marketing and writing work with them. So whenever a student film is out, they could do the marketing for that and help that film get more populate, like be populated because then then you're learning. The marketing side, you're learning how to market a movie from the person, the film student, they're learning about the marketing business and what it takes and how much they need it and how it has it relates to the success of their film. And then writers could write reviews on these on different platforms and everything so that it all ties back in together. They can see the review or the social media people can see the review about it and then the it's like a circle. It all works together in the real world so why not Make it a smaller version of that, and p- actually learn from it.
1: Just have to put more time in, yeah. To, like work out the kinks. But I think you're right. Like it could be, and there was just no way. Like we were being measured. Like we had to send, like at the end of every shift, we had to send like a summary of what we did. But I think that that doesn't really measure any results. So we weren't really given like how many people are actually viewing this as a result of this. So like there could have been a lot that hopefully has changed if this internship still exists. So let's move into what happened after the internship was over. Because uh like we just mentioned it was really just a four month internship. And then after that, I graduated. You stayed there. I mean you grew up there and I grew up in Miami, Florida. <laughs> Gotta clarify Florida. Yeah.
0: You so after yeah, our friendship after the internship has it's definitely been one that is not a typical like when I tell my mom oh yeah I'm talking to you on the phone she's like oh I don't think I've ever met her and then
1: I'm like yeah that's right we we didn't <laughs> we didn't really hang out that much <laughs> you Now what's funny when uh you came to visit me this year um because we went to a conference for writing and you were coming and I don't remember if it was my brother or my dad somebody was like Wait, isn't that the person you met on the internet? And I was like, "You think I would invite some stranger I've never seen to my house <laughs> to sleep?" <Are> you <laughs> <crazy>? <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it is it's crazy how we we technically only hung out like two times after the internship, right? Yeah, I think we had dinner like twice. We had dinner twice. We went to go get chocolate fondue because um, that was my first time trying vegan chocolate. Was with you and that was that was fun
1: dude and the only reason we even had that fondue was because some girl ditched you and then one of the supervisors was like just take valentina and you were like oh hey (laughs) (laughs) and i was like sure i don't have plans i like fondue even though i'm vegan at the moment
0: (laughs) i know we were just kind of like
1: let's hang let's hang
0: out and it yeah it was it was good though because we we kind of got to know each other at that what was the other time I, don't, I can't remember did we get coffee or something
1: the other time we we went to like barnes and nobles and then we went there was like a weird place where you like choose your pasta and you choose your sauce oh, it was like a subway yes, for pasta yes,
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i took you to a weird place
1: <laughs> in that same place we like there was like ice cream or something it was weird yeah those were the only two times we actually hung out no we okay we established like our love for writing before that and we had like one or two times where we went to a coffee shop to write together we went to lucky go together like twice didn't we wait a
0: minute my mind my mind is being blown right now because i just realized in my head i thought we only hung out a couple times but no we hung out quite a bit not for a long a period of time for a good two or three months because yeah, <laughs> did we start the magazine when we were part, like far away or together? Because I remember we did a Christmas show at the Senior Center and we were writing, or you were going to write about it. Oh my god.
1: So by then, we had the magazine. Oh my god. I invited you because I was like, we need a photographer. (laughs) I was like real serious about the magazine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you came up with idea for the magazine. I think we had like hung out like once. Mm -hmm. And you like put it on Facebook. You said, I kind of want to make a magazine. Anybody want to join? And then I was like, I guess I've always kind of wanted to have a magazine. I just don't know how. And then we started talking, and that's probably what got us, like, really close, because then we started talking, like, a lot.
0: Yeah, about our writing and everything we wanted to do.
1: Right, and we went to the show. One of my professors was in, and, like, the acapella was an acapella singer, and every winter they would do a show, and he invited the whole class, and he was so excited. He was really serious about his acapella, and we went to a Christmas show. They did a Christmas carol, was it? yeah. We, we did a good the magazine lasted a good time we just it just fizzled away you know what not gonna lie i i was looking at the magazine the other day because i kept getting notifications that somebody i just found out you was looking <laughs> at it yeah and um we had really good articles i was like this is actually like better than buzzfeed we do we had some good stuff yeah we even had interns we had how many? Two? Two or three, I think. Uh, but no, it was good. It was hard. It was a tough job because I remember I was working and like I had to spend a lot of hours, Like even though we had interns, making sure they were posted, editing them. like We actually put a lot of work into it. We
0: did. And then we were like, all right, let's make it a podcast instead. Because that seems easier, but jokes on us. Because it took us a year to get the audio to work.
1: Well, we just, we've, for some reason, we have really similar interests and we kind of like push each other. So even if we have a crazy idea, I'll be like, oh, I want to learn how to do a split. And you're like, me too. Let's learn together. You know, for some reason, we're okay with this weird ideas we have and we decide to do them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but we kind of got that podcast idea because we had been talking on the phone for a good couple months. Yeah. And I remember we did nana Rymo. That was my first time doing it. We both did it. I was, I'm really proud of myself for it. I didn't finish. I didn't, you actually completed it. I didn't do it. Uh, But it was my first time sitting down and actually writing. And I don't want to get too much into like our writing because I think that would be great for another episode. But from that, talking every single day, because we were calling each other every single day to make sure we were writing for an hour or hitting that word count. That kind of started us, I mean, we talked for an entire month, so we became a habit. And we could kind of just called each other after that. And I remember we were having a conversation one time. I don't remember the actual conversation. But I remember saying, this would be an amazing podcast. If you and I just recorded our conversations, I think people would like to listen to us. And we'll find out if that's true. <laughs> We had also left the magazine on a pause for a while. So I think we were just looking for another form of, of kind of still doing digital media and like online stuff, but not so much writing. Cause we were a little bit, at least for me, I was burned out after Nana NaNoWriMo was, was my yeah. first time again. So I didn't really want to write after that. And I, the, the magazine kind of fell under the rug for that. Um, sorry. I just thought of something. Isn't it funny? Your brother was the one that came up with the name, Right
1: no it was my dad (laughs) we were trying to come up with a name for the magazine and like i kept trying to come up with something and i as usual as a i texted my whole family and everybody weighed in like different ideas and then that's that's the one my dad pitched as a think as a joke and then my sister was like i really like that (laughs) <laughs> and then I told you and you're like oh I like that and I was like me too <laughs> so shout out to your dad for helping us out with
0: the name yeah and then we just chose it for our podcast too so it just it worked out
1: but yeah <laughs> I feel like it somehow works out better as a podcast name <laughs> it does because it's
0: like sounds nice and we've tried to get the jingle but <laughs> we get so I get awkward saying I always forget to say at the end of like sounds nice
1: that was supposed to be a secret
0: oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> Secrets <style. laughs> out, but no. I think <laughs> I just wanted to bring that out there because I was. It just
1: popped into my head. I'm like, oh my god, you're someone in your family was the one that came up with the name. Yeah, but I think what happened, what happened was somehow because we started a project together that like made our friendship grow, and then that kept us connected when I moved back to Miami and you stayed in Tallahassee because you hadn't graduated yet, and also you live there, mm-hmm. so like the project kept us connected and then we grew like a really healthy friendship and when we would talk we did even though we would talk every day we wouldn't just talk about the magazine we would talk about we would talk for hours and hours and we would just talk about what's going on and I thought like we just had like a good relationship where we were like really encouraging with each other and we weren't critical Mm -hmm. and we always had like we respect each other's point of view and still have like A different point of view we do so at one point I don't remember what we were talking about probably writing or who knows and we were having a good conversation because like I said we have different views because we've lived different lives but we're like respectful about the different views that we each have and that made made for an interesting conversation in my opinion and we were like uh I kind of been wanting to do something and then after that like every time we talked we were like we can't talk because everything we say is the most important and we need to record. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I was like, I'm not telling you don't don't, don't tell me when to be recorded. And we
0: never did. (laughs) And we still talked about it, but no, I, I want to go back to what you said. I don't think I've ever had a friendship where we've been so different as far as we like, but also very similar when it comes to career goals. Mm -hmm. I, I love all my friends and everything and I like that I have friends who I can do similar things with as far as like going out to do certain things. But I think what I like about our friendship is if I have a story idea or if, if I need feedback on my writing, I like hearing your feedback and I like applying it. Or I don't know how to explain it, but sometimes like none of my other, I don't have any other friends who write. I don't have any other friends who are interested in going into movies or who understand marketing or understand why I want to move to LA or, or they don't want... They're supportive and everything, but they're not 100% understanding of the the whole writing bubble. And I think with you, if I can go to you and I'm like, hey, I, I was trying to write this, but I do you do you think it's a good idea? You'll be honest. And I like that. And I like hearing your feedback. I don't do that with a lot of people, to be honest. I don't always hear people's opinions and I for some reason with you I respect what you have to say and I know that you're saying it out of honesty and because you care so I think that has a lot to do with why our friendships really good
1: oh thank you you're welcome (laughs) yeah I don't I don't know how exactly or when it happened but we just like you said we have a lot of similar interests but we're very different so even within the same interests like within writing we have different types of writing like you're more into a different genre than me or you have a different perspective and I don't know how we did it I don't I don't even know but like I know that like I'm so glad that we became friends and like I'm so close to you like okay I am closer to you than like some friends I've had like for like almost a lifetime yeah
0: I feel the same way I have a lot of really good friends that I cherish a lot but our friendship for some reason it's just different I know that I'm very weird when it comes to my writing i don't like people reading it i don't like sharing my writing it's a very personal thing Mm -hmm. for me not because i'm writing like diaries or anything but it's just this thing where like in my head i'm thinking of this story and then i'm putting it on paper i don't want people to read it it's a weird friendship but i like it i love it a lot
1: yeah we've we've built like a weird bridge where like we like trust each other because like you said with writing i grew up in a in a like, I feel like I was always told, like, be careful, people are going to steal your idea. So I, I kind of became very, like, sheltered, like, I don't want to show you what I'm working on and stuff. Um, and even with like, I studied creative writing. So in my classes, there was always people giving me opinions, but I'm okay with other people's opinions. But sometimes people, you have to try to understand the whole story. So you can actually give a valuable opinion. And I think we kind of do that. And not just with our writing, but with anything. So if you're telling me about uh, you want to move to LA, or you want to move to New York, I understand, like, more than just that idea I understand like why you want to what your goal is you know like I think we really listen to one another
0: no for sure I think it makes for great it makes for great conversations because sometimes it's nice to have friends that you just say similar points of views in different things but it's also nice to have people who aren't exactly the same as you because they give you a different perspective on things. And it's just, it's like what you were saying. Like As far as the writing goes. Sharing my writing is very. I, I was very insecure. With sharing my writing. And I'm still a little insecure. I don't like people reading it. I don't like people judging it. I remember crying one time in, in class. When you had to do the whole read out loud. And then people gave you criticism. I cried leaving that class. Because I was like. Ugh, people don't like it. And. I've slowly learned that I'm not writing for other people. I'm writing for myself. But it's helped sharing it with you. And for when, for some reason, when you give me feedback, I don't get defensive. When I hear feedback from other people, I get really defensive. And I'm like, oh, you just don't understand my story. You don't understand where I'm trying to come from. But when I tell you and I hear your feedback, I'm like, okay, that makes
1: sense. And I don't know if it's because I know you're a writer. Um, I think it goes back to that trust that I was talking about where like you understand that I'm not just trying to pull apart your like work but I'm trying to actually be constructive about it and also a lot of people don't know how to give feedback they just kind of sit there and they like tear everything apart and they're not helpful And anything fe- like giving feedback with anything you always have to try to view it as how can I make it better now how can I tell you how bad it is <laughs> yeah and a lot of people love to bring you down or maybe they don't even do it on purpose but they love to just point out how much more they know than you which is not the point of feedback for sure we've become pretty close like to the point where we even have considered living together once we do crazy thing of moving maybe somewhere crazy yeah well i have a question
0: sorry this is gonna be a good wrap-up question where do you where do you see our friendship going like what do you see us doing in five years or something I hate that question.
1: <laughs> Not because of you, but like, you know, in job interviews when they ask you that? Yeah. I hate that.
0: Or what would you like the future of this friendship to be?
1: Well, I really like that we're like encouraging each other like within writing, but I I just see us like in the future still being really close and like, like both of us being successful in some type of creative way. And then we're like there for each other. And I just see it as like we do some type of trip or something every year. And it's awesome.
0: <laughs> A writing trip every year for a weekend or something. I see us, if if this whole podcast thing works out, we're going to be in it for a while. We're going to be seeing each other for a long time. And even if we if this doesn't work out, I still definitely see us hanging out and writing. I would love it if one day, even though we're not in the same genre, if we were to figure out a creative way to collab in the future, I think it'd be pretty cool. But I also definitely see like when your book gets published and my book gets published us supporting each other and everything like that um it'd be cool to kind of merge us somehow our genres together co-author
1: that'd be cool yeah
0: co-author something together in like the future and everything that'd be cute
1: yeah we could do that one day when we actually know about (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) when we're more professional when they're not just sitting in drafts
0: on google drive (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah that'd be something cute to do in the
1: future it'd be fun to see where we are for sure and maybe in five years we'll we'll check in and be like guys we still talk or maybe you'll never hear from us again who knows
0: (laughs) (laughs) or we'll do a reunion podcast and be like i don't know where she is she may not she may be here she may be somewhere else no i don't think that's gonna happen
1: you just you just made me think of those like interviews they do in like those shows where you're like in the middle of an island and they're like what even happened to that girl right i don't even what's her name
0: vala vala the valentina like the hot sauce what (laughs) the hot sauce (laughs) okay i think if our friendship has become as amazing as it is with long distance there's no way this could not possibly sustain time
1: yeah i always think it's crazy like when you visited me how like it didn't feel strange that i hadn't seen you in like two three years and you visited me and i felt like i had just seen you and when you left and we talked i still felt like i was gonna see you the next day it was really strange it was weird because i remember at one point when you were when it was like
0: at night or something we were watching kim's convenience and i just realized like we were talking and having a conversation and I was like, I looked over and I was like, wait, you're not on the phone. This is this is us. <laughs> like, this is an actual conversation. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. And I do definitely see us living together. I think we would be great. Yeah, at some point. Anyways, I think
1: that you know more than you would like to know about our friendship and <laughs> us now. So we're going to just do a little wrap up. Remember to subscribe and please tell us what you want us to do more of, what you like um maybe not so much what you don't like you can email us privately
0: (laughs) message me privately because if we have haters that means we're doing something right
1: (laughs) and andrea will give a shout out to all her haters (laughs) yes i want him to reply
0: i want this is the most more most conversation i've had with a guy in all
1: of my quarantine that's so sad (laughs) Andrea, can you give them the um, plug-in for our Instagrams? Yes. So if you want to
0: listen to small clips or just follow us and see what we're doing, you can follow us at Sounds Nice Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. We'll be posting snippets up for you to hear for the next one and probably pictures of our dogs.
1: Anyways, we'll see you guys soon, hopefully. Sounds nice. Yes, you did it. (laughs) Yay.
0: (laughs) Follow us.